A blessed Sunday, brothers and sisters in Christ. We're glad that you can join us this morning, even if it's, uh, it's a rainy Sunday. Because indeed, it's any day, it is always an honor, it's always a privilege to worship our wonderful God. Amen? Okay, I wish you all a uh, merry Burmans ahead. Saktong-sakto malamig, no? To welcome the Burmans. And of course, if you have been joining us for the past four years, you would know that here in New ECP, we like to kick off the Burmans with something festive. You know, if malls and social media have Jose Marichan to serenade people for Christmas carols, here in New ECP, we have the Psalms to serenade us with God's Word. Isn't that great? Para hindi kayo excited eh. Isn't that great? Yes? Okay, good job. Thank you sa palakpak. Okay? Um, so for this whole month of September, um, we will be learning from four different psalms. Now, you might be thinking, what can we learn from the psalms except on how to give praise and worship God? Well, let me tell you that actually there are a lot that we can learn from the psalms. Yes, the focus of many psalms are to exalt and glorify God, but it does more than teach people how to properly worship God. For, you know, there are many kinds, there are many different kinds of psalms. There are psalms of thanksgiving, where people show their gratitude towards God's blessing to them. On the other hand, there are songs of lament naman, where the people pour out their frustration, they cry out towards God for the suffering that they're experiencing. Do you guys know that there are also pilgrimage psalms? Psalms that they sing while they are on a pilgrimage or on a journey towards Jerusalem. Yes, habang nag-hiking sila, kumakanta sila, they sing the psalms. And there are also wisdom psalms. Songs which carries with it godly wisdom. And if you look at some of the Psalms, uh, there are combinations of these different types as well. Like the Psalm that we'll be looking at today that we have just read, Psalm 14, is actually a Psalm of lament. People crying out to God, but at the same time, it can also be considered a wisdom Psalm. How can we say so? Because, yun nga, while the people are crying over their suffering from, uh, from God, while we hear the cries of God's people from their suffering, at the same time, it describes the foolishness of the enemies who are tormenting them. Okay? So, in fact, I almost entitled my message today after the song of Steve Perry and covered by Nina, Foolish Heart. Okay, marami yung kaedad dito. Oh, but I didn't do that. I didn't uh, entitle my, uh, my sermon full chart because I thought you might get confused. You might think that the song is what the psalm wants to teach us. So I opted for a more direct to the point approach with this psalm. That we might learn what the psalm wants to teach all of us. And that is, don't be a fool. Can you turn to your seatmate and tell them, don't be a fool? Okay, wag kayong mag-away. It's a reminder for us, okay? 
to not be fools, not live like fools. Yet, yes, that is what Psalm 14 wants to teach God's people and each one of us today. Don't be a fool. But what does that mean? Ano isabihin nun? What does it mean to be a fool? So, if you want to learn how not to be a fool and what a fool means, let's keep our Bibles open. If you have your Bibles with you, please keep them open to Psalm 14. Okay? If you have used your, your gadget for the Scripture, please turn, also use them and turn them to Psalm 14 and learn together how not to live as fools. Can I see a thumbs up if you guys are there? Gusto ko makita kung nakikinig ba talaga kayo. Following instructions. Good. Okay. I hope that you will bring your Bibles with you every Sunday as we come to worship God. Let me start with a story. An atheist, atheist went to court complaining to a judge that he finds it so unfair that there are too many Christian holidays. The complaint siya that, you know, Christians celebrate so many holidays. Christians celebrate Holy Week, Good Friday, Easter. They even have Reformation Day. They even have All Saints Day and all kind of Saints Day pa. And of course, the most festive of all Christians have Christmas. While atheists like him have no holidays to celebrate about. So the judge said, okay, okay, I hear you. Come back after a week and I'll think of a holiday for you. Pag-isipan kita, ano yung holiday para sa'yo? After a week, he came back to the judge to ask for his holiday. And the judge said, you know, I realized that you already have a holiday. Ano holiday? What's my holiday? The confused atheist asked. And the judge answered, you don't know. You have April the 1st. April Fool's Day. Walang tumawa, ano ba yan? Okay? Please don't tell that joke to your atheist friends. I'm just using this to jump to our first point in our world today. You know, we may think of a fool as someone uneducated or someone who acts silly or dumb. But here, what the psalmist considers a fool is someone who does not believe that God exists. Does not believe that God exists. Look at your Bibles in verse 1. It says, the fool says in his heart, what? There is no God. There is no God. The fool says in his heart, there is no God. Now, you might think that what the psalmist is simply referring to here as fools are, you know, philosophical atheists who argue and tries to convince other people that God is not real. That there is no God in the universe. There is no creator. That the idea of God is just, you know, something that people made up to make sense of our world, to make sense of life, to give meaning to it. And, you know, we have lots of those in our generation today that thinks that God is only a made-up person. But we must understand that, you know, during the time of the Old Testament, atheism probably did not exist yet. No. All people believe in some God. In fact, the people of their time have a lot of idols. And daming nilang gods, actually, no? So what the psalmist is pointing to here are not just the people who think that there is no God, but instead, he's pointing to those who act or live as if there is no God. 
people who live as if there is no God, people who do not fear the Lord. Therefore, the fool here is not someone who is lack, lacking of intellectual ability, no. It's not a matter of mental skill, but instead, someone who lacks moral orientation. Morality is the problem. Psalm 41, uh, 14 verse 1, look at your Bibles, I'll read the whole verse 1. It says, the fool says in his heart, what? There is no God. And then he describes them. They are corrupt. They do abominable deeds. There is none who does good. So as you can see, the psalmist here considers those who live as if there is no God as fools. What does he mean? These people who live in sin, they do detestable things, things that you cannot even imagine. They don't care about other people. Instead, they abuse other people that they may gain from them. They take advantage of the poor instead of showing mercy towards them. They don't do what is right. In fact, they don't care what is right. What they care about is their own selves in satisfying their own desires even at the expense of others. For them, what is right is what is right in their own eyes. Kung sa tingin ko tama, kung okay para sa akin, that is right. In verse 4, look at your Bible, sabi niya, Have they no knowledge? All evildoers who eat up my people as they eat bread and do not call upon the Lord. So these are the people who are oppressing the people of God. And for the psalmist and his peoples, these are the enemies who takes advantage of them. So in sulat nito, for them, the foolish people are their enemies who take advantage of them, who oppress them. When you, look, when you look at the history of Israel, it can be the pagan nations who are trying to conquer them, like the Philistines, like the Assyrians, like the Babylonians. But you know, it can also be someone among them. It can also be their own corrupt leaders because we read of that in the Bible. Israelite, Israelite leaders who are corrupt, who abuse and take advantage of the poor and the weak Israelites to gain power. They believe in God. They believe in Yahweh, but, you know, they don't fear Him. They live as if there is no God. So the fool is someone who lives as if there is no God. And even today, you know, we have lots of those, both inside and outside the church. People who live in sin. People who live in sexual immorality. Married people who are in adulterous affairs. Singles who have multiple sexual partners. People who engage in same-sex relations. They live as if there is no God. They think that no one can see what they are doing. So it's okay. And there are many people who abuse other people. They steal from other people. They steal from the government, people who abuse their power, parents who abuse their children, rich people who take advantage of the poor, the poor who steals from regular people. Why do people do that? Because they live as if there is no God. They have convinced themselves that, you know, I'm not accountable to anyone. I can do whatever I want. 
their actions, my actions, have no consequence anyway. So I'll do whatever I want. But they are fools to think that way. For verse 2 tells us that there is a God. And God sees. God looks at us and sees what we do. Look at your Bible in verse 2. It says there, The Lord looks down from heaven on the children of man to see if anyone or if, if there are any who understand who seeks after God. God looks down from heaven. God sees. Psalm 14 wants to warn us, don't be a fool. God is there. There is a God and God sees you, what you are doing. You know, brothers and sisters, that's why many people want to deny that there is a God because they don't want to be accountable to anyone. And the more humanity denies the existence of God, the more our morality crumbles. You know, when we try to convince ourselves that we don't have to be accountable to anyone, especially to God, the more we are driven to follow our own sinful desires. The farther we are from believing in a holy God, the nearer we are to falling to sin. You guys have heard of C.S. Lewis, the author of the Chronicles of Narnia. He says, moral collapse follows upon spiritual collapse. The farther away we are from God, the nearer we are to moral collapse. The more we think, ay, lamang God eh, God, God is not there, I'm not accountable, hindi ko kailangan sumagot sa Kanya. The more we do things, we do what is right in our own eyes. Moral collapse. That's why, brothers and sisters, as much as our world tries to convince us there is no God, we must not live our lives as if there is no God. Don't be a fool. There is a God who created each one of us, who is sovereign all over the world, and He sees what we do. And we will all be accountable to Him. Therefore, mga kapatid, seek Him. Seek God. Know Him more through the Scriptures. Know God. Draw closer to Him. And as we draw closer to God, He will draw us, He draw closer to us, and He will pull us farther away from sin. Remember that. The closer we are to God, the farther away from sin. And the opposite is also the same. The farther away as we are from God, the more closer we are to living our lives as if there's no God to sin. So the first thing we see is that evildoers are fooled because they live as if there's no God, not knowing that God is there and God sees what they do. You know, they live lives, their lives in sin. They harm other people, abuse them, take advantage of the weak, thinking that there will be no consequences to their evil ways. But you know, that they're mistaken. They do what they do because they do not fear God. They might believe that there is a God there somewhere from a distant looking at us, but they think that God doesn't care at all what is happening on earth. That He takes no interest in human affairs. 
and will not call people to account for their deeds. Why? The question is why. Bakit ganito tayo mag-isip? Why do people think this way? Maybe because that is how they observe things to be here on earth. You know, they do evil things, they get away with it. Cheating ka. Uy, pumasa ako. Cheating ulit. Adultery ka. Uy, nakalusot. Hindi nahuli. Sex ulit. Nagnakaw ka. Uy, walang nangyari. Kumita pa ako. Try ko ulit. They abuse the weak. They get away with it. They steal from the poor. They get rich. They get away from it. And this is the reason why many people actually do not believe in God. You know, we preach about a God who is good and all-powerful, and yet they see that there's so much evil, so much injustice, so much suffering in the world. And they question, how can a benevolent, a good and almighty God allow such things? Why do evil prosper in a world He created and controlled by a God who is good and sovereign? It just doesn't make sense, tama ba? Sabi mo, may good God who is in control. Eh, bakit nangyayari itong lahat ng to? Why would He allow things to do to, to happen this way? And so, people just stop believing in God. If you cannot beat them, join them. Ika nga, daba? You know, it's a dog-eat-dog world. Eat or be eaten. And so, people choose the path of sin and evil that thinking that ito yung way to survive or to prosper in this life. Kailangan ko to gawin para to survive, para yumaman. They don't fear God because they don't think there is a God. And even if there is a God, they think that God has already forsaken this world. That we have a God who does not care. But that is where they are wrong. That is where they become foolish. Because let me tell you, God does care. God does care. Don't be a fool. God does care. God in His own time, in His own way, will call people to account for their deeds, both good and evil. And on that day, the wicked will tremble because God will fight for the side of the righteous, of those who have been abused. Look at your Bibles in verse 5 to 6. Look at your Bibles, Psalm 14, verse 5 to 6. Sabi niya dito, There they are in great terror, for God is with the generation of the righteous. You know, you would shame the plans of the poor, but the Lord is His refuge. You ECP, don't mistake. God will come and save His people. God will come and rescue the weak and the abused. The foolish ones might burn and destroy their homes, but the Lord is their refuge. He will provide them everlasting homes. You might steal from the poor, but let me tell you, it will be in vain because God will restore their fortunes. Don't be a fool. God does care and He will rescue the righteous. Now the question is, how about the foolish ones? The evil ones who lives in sin, who did not fear God and took advantage of others, what will happen to them? Wala nakasulat dito sa Psalm 14, no? Except that they should be in fear. But I want you guys to turn your Bibles a few pages to Psalm 53. Come on, turn your Bibles. Psalm 53 is something interesting here. Okay? Psalm 53. Are you guys there? 
Okay? If you read Psalm 53, what do you see? It's almost exactly the same as Psalm 14, right? Halos parehas na parehas. Do you see it? And look at verse 5 of Psalm 53. That is the only big difference from Psalm 14. And what does it say? In Psalm 53 verse 5, sabi niya dito, There they are in great terror where there is no terror. For God scatters the bones of him who encamps against you. You put them to shame for God has rejected them. Here in this twin psalm, God tells us that the foolish ones and the end will tremble in fear. They do not fear the Lord now, but on the day that the Lord will deliver the righteous, the evil ones will tremble in fear of God. God will put them to shame and they will be destroyed. They remain scattered and forgotten. You know, this proves what the Lord revealed to Moses about himself and the Israelites in Mount Sinai, that he is a God who will not let the guilty go unpunished. He will not let the guilty go unpunished. So you ECP, don't be a fool. God does care. He will punish the wicked and the godless in His time, in His way. Now, you might ask, Pastor, why not do it now? Why wait? Why not punish the wicked and the guilty now instead of allowing them to prosper here on earth? Why? Here is where I will plug one of our media ministry initiatives. Ask you ECP. Have you guys watched any of our Ask You ECP videos? Tensei of Show of Hands? Wala. Ang konti naman ang nanonood ng Ask You ECP natin. Well, if you haven't watched, please do watch it in YouTube or Ask You ECP. Okay? Uh, videos. Okay? You can find it in YouTube. Um, no, these are videos where we answer your questions from the Christian perspective. And lately, we have released a video which answers the question, why does God allow evil to prosper on this earth? And our very own Elder Edward answers this question for us. And I'm sure when you watch it, you will learn something. So go to our YouTube channel later on after our service. Just search UEC Philippines in YouTube and you will see this Ask UECP videos. If you want to know why God allow evil to prosper here on earth, Watch this video, and I'm sure you will learn a lot. Now back to our regular programming. Psalm 14 tells us, don't be a fool. There is a God, and He, and he sees what we do. Brothers and sisters, don't be a fool. God does care. God will rescue the righteous, and God will shame the wicked. We will, and we will all account for our actions. This is what Psalm 14 wants to teach us today. Don't be a fool. Fear the Lord. Now the question for us here is, who are we here? Are we the fool who does not fear the Lord? Or are we the ones who fear the Lord? Sino tayo dito? 
Now, as I mentioned earlier, Psalm 14 is a psalm of lament. It is the cry of God's people who are being oppressed by their enemies. Here in Psalm 14, Israel is the innocent party, while their pagan oppressors are the foolish ones. The term children of man in verse 2 does not refer to all people. It actually refers to godless pagans, which connotes non-Israelites. So here in Psalm 14, Israel is the innocent party, while their enemies are the foolish ones. How about us? Santay dito. Are we innocent? Are we the innocent one or are we the foolish ones? Have you noticed that every time we watch, uh, read a story or watch a movie, we relate to a character? Every time we watch a movie, who do we relate to? Yung bida o yung kontrabida? Siyempre yung poging artista, di ba? Eric? Oh, kasi. You know, have you noticed that every time we read a story, we always relate ourselves to the protagonist of the story, yung bida. You know, tingin natin sa sarili natin palagi tayo yung bida. We are the good guys. Like God's people in Psalm 14, we, you know, when we read it, we think we are the victim, we are the innocent ones, we are the good guys. But do you know, the Apostle Paul also uses this psalm on one of his epistles. Alam nyo ba? Napansin nyo ba? Is this verse familiar in the New Testament? He quoted Psalm 14 in his letter to the Romans. In Romans chapter 3. And interestingly, he used this psalm to make an important point. An important point. That there is no distinction between the innocent and the guilty. He used this psalm to point out to ev that every one of us, whether you think you are the good guys or the bad guys, every one of us are the foolish ones. Both Jews and Gentiles, both God's people and pagans, all have sinned and all are fools. Look, look at Romans 9 verse 12. He says here, what then? Are we Jews any better off? No, not at all. For we have already charged that all, both Jews and Greek, are under sin. As it is written, none is righteous. No, not one. No one understands. No one seeks for God. All have turned aside. Together they have become worthless. No one does good, not even one. Here, Paul quotes Psalm 14 because he wants to make sure that we know which side are we in. On the contrary, he tells us that there are actually no sides. All of us, each one of us, are guilty. Each one of us are unrighteous. All of us have turned aside. All of us are worthless. We don't seek God on our own will. We don't do good. We are all foolish. And so the hard truth is, we all, we are all the enemy. We are all enemies of God. We are all foolish because all of us have sinned against Him. Therefore, we are the enemy. All of us are subjected to God's wrath. All of us will tremble in fear in a day of judgment and we will be condemned for our evil ways, for our sins. 
So the question is, what now? What are we to do? Kung lahat tayo masamang tao pala, what are we to do? Well, the sad news is, we cannot do anything about it. Our sins means we have chosen our side and we cannot switch sides anymore. We are all disqualified from being in God's side. Don't be a fool. Don't think we are the good guys. Don't think we are the righteous. Don't be a fool. You cannot get yourself out of this. But here's the good news. While we cannot get ourselves out of this, God can get us out of this mess. Look at verse 21 to 24, Romans 3. But now the righteousness of God has been manifested apart from the law, although the law and the prophets bear witness to it. The righteousness of God through faith in Jesus Christ for all who believe. For there is, what? No distinction. All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God and are justified by His grace as a gift through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. Here's the last thing I want to say and listen carefully. Hey, you cannot save yourself. You are a fool if you think you are good enough. And you are a fool if you think that you can save yourself. Brothers and sisters, mga kapatid, don't be a fool. You do need a Savior. You do need a Savior. We all do. And here's the good news. We do have a Savior. We have a Savior who can save us from our foolishness. We have a Savior who can save us from our corrupt and abominable deeds. Ang hirap sabihin talaga ng word na yun. We have a Savior who can rescue us from the penalty of our sins. We have a Savior who can make us right with God once again. By dying on the cross, to pay for the penalty of our sins. And then rising up from the dead, from the grave, to give us new life. A life that is forgiven and free from the trap of sin. A life that is now on the side of God. All we have to do is to surrender our lives to Him. Admitting that we do need a Savior. Yes, we do. Don't be a fool. We do need a Savior. And the good news is, we have a Savior. And He is our Lord and Savior as well. He is not only a Savior, He is our Lord. He is Jesus Christ. Hey, you ECP, you have come all the way here fighting the rain to come and listen to God's Word. And here's what He wants to tell us. Don't be a fool. You do need a Savior. And we do have a Savior. His name is Jesus Christ. You ECP, wag kang mapikon when I tell you again, don't be a fool. Fear the Lord. Trust in Jesus. Let's pray. Father, we give thanks for your word. We give thanks that even in the Psalms, we hear of your grace and mercy. In wisdom, you tell us that indeed 
We cannot save ourselves. We are not the innocent ones. We are the guilty party. All of us. Because we have sinned against you. Therefore, help us not to be fools thinking that we can save ourselves, thinking that we can get away from our sins. Help us to, re to realize that we are not innocent. We do need a Savior from our sins. And help us to see that you have provided that Savior. None other than our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Therefore, help us to follow Him and live our lives in fear of the Lord. Help us, Lord, to trust in Him. Admitting our sins so that we might humble ourselves and accept that we do need a Savior and accept Him as our Lord and Savior who can save us from death, who can save us, who can give us a new life free from the power of sin. Lord, indeed, help us not to be fools. Help us, Lord, to fear the Lord and put our trust in Jesus, our Lord and Savior. In his name we pray, amen and amen.